You're listening to DraftKings Network. Yeah, thank you so much for listening to the Cooligans in the first segment. We talk about so much. Jesse Marsh, did he go to Juventus to become an assistant? Where did he go? <laughs> Why is it a good move? Is it a bad move? Cristiano Ronaldo, where did he go? Is he at Leipzig? Oh, <laughs> oh my God, did he go to Leipzig to become a $100 million star? We talk about Buffon. Is Buffon a Puerto Rican from the Bronx and now in charge of the Rebels? We talk about so much in that first segment. And in the second segment, we got to go through all the World Cup games. Oh, my Uruguay's gone. Brazil Caipirinhas all around. Uh, everybody's very sad, but the, the, <laughs> the final of the World Cup is coming up very, very soon. And we get into some MLS stuff, the more important tournament uh, that, that everybody cares about. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, also, all this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yo! What's up? Hello! ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo está tu gente? What's up? Hello? Uh, we should be speaking French because uh, France is quite excited right now. Je m'appelle Alexis. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, don't remember any French. That's uh, it. <laughs> Leon Bois. And Najee, I just said, the men drink and swim. <laughs> that's all I remember. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all you need to know that's when it. you're in your bathhouses. <laughs> yeah. When I'm, when I'm snitching <laughs> on those, on those drinking, swimming dudes to the cops. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hello. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. And Jemma Palaxis Guerreros. Je suis Coogans. Yo, France is in the World Cup final. That's right. Uh, yeah, well, it's, yes, before we get there, welcome to the show. If you haven't listened to before, uh, if this is your first time listening, if you're wh wondering what is happening, what is going on? Who are these people and what do they do? <laughs> are they French? Or are they Spanish? Clearly, uh, they're French. Are they American? <laughs> are, are they, were they born in a gutter in the Bronx? Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, that is a possibility. <laughs> all, of, all of those things might be true. Uh, we, <laughs> we are uh, your favorite stand up comedians that host a soccer podcast. And, and, and it's not only the funniest soccer podcast, but it's it, also it, the goddamn gullier. Soccer podcast. You got to roll them R. That's the, that's how you know we Latino because we roll them R's. Those, <laughs> those guns on R's. <laughs> oh yeah. We got we got we had a little practice with them. Before. Right. We know exactly. <laughs> we know exactly how to roll that R. We're not saying barretta tat. You know what I mean? I'm saying <laughs> Yes. Okay. So. Uh, for, uh, yes, we should be happy for for. Should we be happy for France? I mean, I'm happy for Mbappe. Okay. Um. Uh. Yo, the, uh, he put on a show. Didn't score. Didn't score. But, but put on a show. Didn't need to. Um. T. T. Uh, he's gonna. He's gonna score after the game. Oh with, boy. We know that. Just spreading that HPV <laughs> all over the place. Uh. Um. T. T. Most fun name to say in the whole tournament. Oh sure. Um. T. T. Uh, yes, that's why that's why Mbappe is going to be getting. After <laughs> yeah, he's going to be getting too much TT, uh, which also reminds me of TT Henri, who should be sad because the team that he now coaches, yeah, lost. But uh, then he's probably also uh, happy. Uh, Henri. Yeah. Oh, Henri, my tia, Henri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love her. She's great. We love her. She's awesome. Oh my god! For anybody who, uh, for some people may not know, but the the nickname, uh, you know, the name for an aunt in Spanish is tia, but we we go we go titi, that which titi. is titi whatever, titi Smith. <laughs> I don't know that's. Right. 
That'd be a great name, Titi Smith. <laughs> I, I still go Thea. Okay. You know what I call my aunt? Just Thea. We don't even say her name. Okay, yeah. We don't say like Thea Dinora. We just say Thea. When she's, once, she, uh, once her sister has a kid, she loses her name. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. Or if they had another sibling, they'd be like, I don't know what to do here. I'm, I'm a strong uh, supporter of Thea. I also, you know, Titi feels... Like a little kid, what a little kid says. No, it feels... I, I it's think like it's, pop, pop. I think it's grandpa. more culture. I think it's, to me, I, I, also, when we Puerto say pop, pop, you know what we're talking about. Bang, 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 pop, pop. <laughs> but I, it's more of a Puerto Rican thing. Titi? Uh, Titi. That, so that I can remember, I don't, I, I'm trying to think of other Dominicans that use it, but I don't think it's a very Dominican It's not thing. a very, it doesn't come across to me as a very Dominican thing. Let us know. People yeah. in Georgia, let us know. Why. Hey, hey, new coach of the Rebels, you're Puerto Rican. What do you call your yeah, ass? Yeah, we should get him on the show so we can sort this stuff out. We're not going to talk soccer at all. We just want to know. We got to get to the important subject. What you call your mother's sister? <laughs> all right, interview over. All right, thanks for coming on. All right, Dome is also going to tell us what to put in a paella when we come back. <laughs> so, um, let's you know, look, there's a lot. We've gone so many places. There's so, so many things that have happened. <laughs> yes, in Major League Soccer, where 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 the world is focused on uh, right now, this in, is, in, in America. I mean, yeah, clearly. <laughs> but, Everyone's talking about but there's it. But there's a lot we're going to cover. Obviously, there's a bunch of stuff in MLS. Obviously, in the tri-state area in itself, people are coming, people are going. People yeah. are taking flights. Flights to Germany to hang out with the team that got knocked out of the World Cup. Uh, so <laughs> a lot is happening. But like always, we always want to remind you guys uh, of two things. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you leave a, a rating and a review of five stars on iTunes. It helps us a lot. We're climbing the rankings right, right now when you search soccer on iTunes. What do you think we are right now, Alexis? I mean, I'd be happy with anything less than 600. <laughs> so, well, then this is going to excite you very much. We're, we're like around 12. What? We're about the tw in the iTunes rankings. When you search soccer, we're like the 12th uh, entry that comes like up. A dirty dozen. <laughs> That's right. I, well, Alexis doesn't want to move any up, up or down. Nah. Want, just, <laughs> just want to stay there forever. Nah, no, I'll take 13. So, I'll take Baker's dozen. So the people who have uh, been leaving reviews, thank you so much. We've got, we've had some positive reviews. We have some negative reviews. But yeah. let's, let's counterbalance those negative reviews. Let's let's shoot them joints down. Yeah. I, I, positivity. I want to read uh, one of the negative reviews that we did got, get. because Why was, would you do that? <laughs> Not on this show. We got it because we... we we gotta give love to to the haters. To you the got, haters, you gotta you gotta show. Uh, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, is you? Pop pop pop. <laughs> exactly as we mentioned. Pop pop. But uh, we have to give. Uh, we you have to counterbalance that negativity uh, with some love. And this review that we got was uh, for two stars from uh, from a guy who heard us on on Flagrant Two. Uh, which, uh, with uh, Andrew Schultz and Andrew Akash Schultz and Akash. We had a great time on that show. If you hadn't, haven't listened to it, please. Daz wasn't there that day, but we, we covered for him. It was super fun. Uh, we had a good time. We had, we had a, a lot time. of fun. But this guy heard us on there and was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to these soccer guys. Because they, they were, were kind of funny on this, uh, on this, on this podcast that I listened to. Title I, is, eh. <laughs> so you know the, the review is about to be fire right now. Also, this seems to be a very honest review so far. <laughs> yeah, not it, it's not filled with like you know real any real wrath. It's just like this hurts more than like they're the dumbest, <laughs> most unfunny. He straight up he goes, uh, well he, uh, he I think he meant to write no hot takes, but he wrote not hot takes. Or, man's not hot takes. <laughs> man's not hot takes or great insight. 
I like them on Flagrant 2. Not so much here. Couldn't get through an entire episode. All right. All right. I mean, what are you going to do? You picked the wrong episode, my wrong guy. Episode. I don't know what to say. You met, we, maybe it was a dud that day. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> us. Yo, we do an episode every week. What you want us I, to have? I'm, Hot I'm, takes every week? I think this episode, this review was meant for men in blazers, not us. I, oh, there's no way. I believe be. you mean meh in blazers. <laughs> meh in blazers? Just shrug in blazers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shrug so, emoji in blazers. So, uh, so look, look, I don't know, man. His name is Three Millionaire. We, we're trying to we'll try to win you back. Hopefully you're listening again. Come on, three milli. Three milli. We're trying. So anybody else? If, hopefully you don't agree with three milli. And you know you're listening right now, three <laughs> milli. You know you are. <laughs> okay. We. I feel like in just the four minutes this podcast has been going on, there's been some crazy hot takes already. Yeah. You want a hot take? I got a hot take. You're still listening to this show. <laughs> we had the whole Tia debate. Oh, my God. Yo, where are you going to listen to another soccer podcast that gets to issues like that? Who else is having these arguments? <laughs> Not even Flagrant 2 is having these conversations. What do Dominicans and Puerto Ricans call their ants? <laughs> Cubans clearly go Tia. <laughs> what right. you got to say about it, three million? Yeah. Where, where do you stand on this issue, okay? Right? In fact, you know what? Since you have nothing to say, I give you two stars. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, make sure you uh, help, help us out with those reviews. We're, we're almost at 200, uh, and we appreciate every single one. So, um, and also a reminder again, the World Cup Comedy Tour is kicking off next week. Oh my God, I'm so excited. We're going to Omaha, baby. It was first, first statement no one's ever made. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're going to Omaha. Yeah, sure. It, I mean, it's 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 where the Oregon Trail begins, and yeah. you end up. <laughs> and Christian's going to die of dysentery. <laughs> uh, but the World Cup Comedy Tour, go to WorldCupComedyTour.com. Uh, we're do, we're going to be at in nine different cities doing stand-up shows with Total Soccer Show and Michael Majid. Uh, the Army 18, in the, inside the 18 podcast. Podcast. It's it's gonna be the funnest soccer thing that you can experience. Is fun is the word. It is now. All okay. right. All right. Three milli. I hate three milli. <laughs> How about that? We rewrite the dictionary. Uh, so I highly recommend you go. So go to WorldCupComedyTour.com. It's uh, we're kicking off uh, on the seventeenth, right? Yep, seventeenth. Omaha uh, Funny Bone. Omaha Funny Bone. Uh, You're gonna tickle your funny bone. It's gonna be great. The Bug Eaters fam is gonna be out there. We're gonna we're be gonna eating. have we're gonna have all types of stuff. We're gonna have uh, special guests and fun games. And, and we're stuff. gonna be eating bugs out in Omaha. Yo, Bug? come on, sounds what we do. <laughs> okay, yo, Bug Eaters on the on the real having a, a great season. This is the inaugural season. They're having a pretty good season so far. I, they, I believe they've only lost one game. They just drew this weekend, right? One one. Yeah. Yeah. But they're they're like legit crushing it, taking a point. All right, all right, come on now. <laughs> so, I want I want them to start so, an even lower division team called Anteaters FC, and it's just uncircumcised dudes, <laughs> <laughs> or women. Yeah, uh, no, no, or no, women. No, we're not gonna stop. Let's that. hope there's a lot of <laughs> uncircumcised women with no discrimination whatsoever. Yeah, no whatsoever. What's a co-ed? <laughs> It's a co-ed league. All right. Everybody, as long as you still got the hood. Get, get your tickets. Man or women who have the hood. Make sure you get your tickets because uh, we, we just there's a video up right now on our Instagram, on Twitter, and everything. Uh, even on our IGTV, which we've been trying to do some stuff on there as well. There you go. Uh, but if you buy tickets and uh, you send your proof of purchase to uh, to the contact page, uh, on, yeah, on the contact page of the World Cup Comedy Tour, you'll get a free pair of, of Storelli Sports. And that's uh, limited. Insoors. That's limited. limited. It's only so, so many people. It's only the first 300 people. So uh, there's still a couple left. So do that. You buy your tickets, get them as soon as possible. Uh, and then you get free insoles from Storelli Sports in, in your size. So, there you go. Uh, uh, and they're great. And I, I've used them to play and they're incredibly helpful. So 
do that. All right. So, and, I, by the way, Atlanta is now officially announced. It is. Uh, the ticket link is, for whatever reason, not available yet. Which I'm, Not available yet. I know the reason. Yeah. At the time of recording. At the time of Yeah. So, right now, it should be up very, very soon to everybody listening uh, in Atlanta. Uh, it's a, I just say it's a absolutely ridiculous reason why it's not, the, the link is not available yet, but it's not available yet. So, so look, that's it, man. It's just, I actually don't remember one of the reasons. So I'm looking forward to hearing about it as soon as we turn these mics off. It, it, it really doesn't matter. It's a, it's so stupid. So, but I will say this, we want to open up strong in Omaha. We want to end strong in Atlanta. So Atlanta, I know. Those two condescending <laughs> Brits have a show. Yeah, some people are a, a little bit torn. As to where to go, I could easily tell them where to go. <laughs> I just want you to know we want to blow out Punchline in Atlanta. Yo, where are they doing theirs? They're doing their show in a theater. The Tabernacle. The Tabernacle Theater. <laughs> Impersonal. Too big. Yeah. You're not even going to see them. Where are we? We're at the Punchline. We're at the most revered comedy club in all of Atlanta. Yeah. Come dope. on. So yeah, I, you, you, uh, we're going to try to invite people from Magic City. Like, we're going to try to really. <laughs> that's not true. From Claremont Lounge. Yeah, There's going to be some ladies out There's going to be some old big titty women <laughs> smashing cans with their titties. <laughs> Yo, we really want this to be a huge party. We want you guys to come out and support. That would be huge for us. We, we can really throw this thing and uh, really show all those stupid GFOPs <laughs> what a real live event should look and feel like. That's right, man. So we're going to have a good time. All right. So let's get to it, man. The World Cup, Alexis. Let's the, get it. The World Cup, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, I don't know if you know about... People are paying attention to it. It's it's it, my you know my tia my titi is calling me all the time. Oh my god, my tata, he's talking about it. That's what I call my homie. <laughs> uh, that, no, tata Martino. Martino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's one of the homies. But I say he's my tata. My tata, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let go of my tata, please, <laughs> sir. Get your eyes off my tata. Thank you. <laughs> eyes up here, I, buddy. I asked politely. <laughs> uh, where's that nickname come from, anyway? Uh, Tata Martino. His name is Gerardo, right? I know it is Gerardo, Gerardo, but like Tata, well, you know, we always come from somewhere. I was just curious. It's probably Martino, T, Tata. The hey, only thing I can think. I believe it. Unless uh, Tata means amazing at your job. Uh, okay, so. It, uh, you know what? Before we even get to the World Cup, because oh a, a couple of things happened. Start, stop this whole podcast. <laughs> we can't even. You know what? Get out of that gear. We got to go back. We really got to get focused on this Tia Titi stuff. <laughs> We're going to turn this car <laughs> right around. I feel like we didn't sort that out. And Three Millie's like, hey, man, they really I didn't know. even give me an answer. Three Millie's like, how long do I have to listen to this fucking thing? Before? <laughs> no, that's really the big news that's uh, uh, bigger, almost bigger than the World Cup, right? I mean, some, Ooh, pe some people would Emery Chan? <laughs> I know. Emery Chan to Juventus, everybody. Oh, Juventus. The, the Streets in Italy have have stopped. As Juventus is in uh, Turin. In Torino. Turin. Yeah, Torino. Okay, so they uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo leaves Real Madrid. Leaves Real Madrid, the place he's called home for the retirement league that is Serie A. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's uh, I everybody. Mean, can we it. not call it that? I mean, what? It is what it is. The dude's thirty three years old. Got a four year contract. Okay, four year contract. I, I, How much of that is Tam? That's my question. <laughs> I mean, he's the he's the Serie A Pirlo, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, who who was the the guy for Roma uh, that that played for forty years? Oh, Totti, Totti, Francesco, Tata, Totti, everybody, everybody with a T, T blank, T blank. Only the two syllable name people are going to be. They're going to be heavily focused on this show. But yes, 
he is Ronaldo. The hope was that Ronaldo would at some point, uh, you know, I don't know. The rumor was like, oh, he was going to go to MLS at some point. Yeah, he wanted supposedly he's supposed to go to Miami. I mean, look, he's probably getting a four year deal knowing they know he's not going to. You don't think he's going to stay all four years? No, but he has. Well, who's going to buy him? China, <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Okay. United Arab Emirates. All right. You don't think MLS, you know, LA Galaxy would collapse so, but in and of itself this, to sign him at 36 years old. First of all, what do you think of the fact that he left to begin with? Some people are taxes. <laughs> Just tax That's why he left. Okay. The Wesley Snipes of. He's uh, like, that's it. I'm done. Spain. And Italy's like, yo, we, we are openly corrupt here. <laughs> you could do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Our and yo, you know, he's going to have his own fashion line. And you know, he's going to start like, he's oh, God. He's going to have like bedazzled like flip flops he's putting out yeah, hell yeah yeah <laughs> yeah all right Something i can't wait to hear, to hear the new the trap song about these bedazzled <laughs> oh, flip flops oh my future God. gonna be dropping i just fuck up bitch in cristiano flip flop <laughs> all right okay i'm listening uh, all right <laughs> all right beast mode three is coming yo, soon damn <laughs> yo could you hurry up with my dirty sprite i'm trying to listen to this song so the it's some people think that the the fact that Real Madrid got uh, a good deal here and being able to they sold him for like a hundred and five million or something like that. Of course, they got a good deal. They got to sell a thirty three year old man uh, <laughs> for a hundred million dollars, and which they how much they purchased him for? It was like seventy, right? He he, he was like the know. record at the time. Yeah, I don't recall he, now when he went yeah. from Manchester United to Real Madrid. Uh, something around seventy, which was an astronomical number. Uh, and they got their money's worth. How many th- shirts did they sell? <laughs> how many shirts did they? How many Champions League did they win? Yeah. La, they won two La Ligas, four uh, Champions League. Just a TV deal alone, because Cristiano's there. He is. Uh, that's why, regardless of what age he is, I'm, in reality, he's the he's the biggest influencer of them all. Yeah. Yo, you got how many Twitter followers? You got. You're on the team. He That's is literally- the biggest basic bitch on Instagram. <laughs> Yo, what's your selfie game like? I know. Okay, you got you getting a four year deal. Oh, okay. Okay, and you getting unlimited data because Damn. we need you. Look at this dude's engagement. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, th- this where we. But this are- is modern. I know everyone hates modern football or soccer, whatever you want to call it. But yo, this is the world we live if, in. If Cristiano Ronaldo has thirty two thousand. Twitter followers, he is not sold for a hundred million. Even if no. even if he scores as much as he does, and uh, uh, and is as quality of why a footballer. Did you, why did you have to make that number exactly double our Instagram followers? <laughs> well, I it just I, makes I, us I feel like nothing. We were at sixteen. He goes thirty two. We're literally nothing. But look, that's uh, look. I, 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 know what, I hate to break it to you. I don't think we're going to be on Ju- Juventus' starting lineup anytime soon. You don't know that? <laughs> Every one of Regardless these teams of is starting we- an E-League. <laughs> how come no one has an E-Content League, okay? <laughs> or an E-Comedy League. Yo. Bro. You tell me I would oh I would wear a full Juventus <laughs> kit every time I'm on stage. Every time you laugh. Something in I shorts, too? In shorts? I would, but I would wear those like really, really high socks, so you can't. Okay, so you. Be- by the way, I love my legs. I have great legs. I'm just saying, <laughs> gr- adults shouldn't wear shorts unless they're sand underneath your feet. Okay, it's a simple rule. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. <laughs> or you're burying the body. Yeah. A- <laughs> and by the way, when we read one of our ads for sponsors, forget I said that. 
<laughs> you know, there, there's certain shorts that are allowed. That you oh, wear, yeah, no, unless you, they're really comfortable. Yeah, and you must be exposing And they're lined underneath. <laughs> so, the, so, yeah, it is a, it, it's a big move for him. Uh, it, it, it changes, it changes the dynamic of La Liga a little bit, right? The Clásicos are, are going to be a little less classical. How do you, what, right? what, I mean, not necessarily. Because you don't think so? It's still the shirt. The shirt over, I mean, you haven't really been watching soccer before. You know, Ronaldo got... Before last week, yeah. It's been... Before last week. This has been a big week for you. Lukeku, the last three that years. That guy, Lukaku, I, I think he's very good. I, I, he can be. He can be. Um, and I think when you pick a team, it's probably going to be Manchester United. I think you're going to enjoy it. Here's the truth. They they were Galacticos before he signed. Okay. They were the place that big names went to. They had Zidane. They had Raul. They had any other person who sounds like they own a bodega. They had Beckham, okay? <laughs> yeah. They had them all. They had the big names. So Ronaldo was an extension of that. To some degree, Ronaldo was so big that he kind of became bigger than the team. Okay. And I think you're going to see a, now it, that that's corrected. I think you're going to see- In a good or bad way? Or if both? you're Real Madrid, bad. If okay. you're Ronaldo, good. I mean, it's, I think you're going to see how that corrects. It's weird to have that much of a criticism of of him or his play when and when the team was playing so well and and winning Champions Leagues three in a row. What do you mean criticism of him and his play? I'm saying like it's difficult to be so critical when they've been so successful of him, like of him not yeah. fitting in with the team or something. No, like no, that. no. It's not even that he doesn't fit in the team. It's that his name became bigger than the club itself, which so, I don't think it had happened in the past. Okay, Zidane. Everyone was like, oh, what a great move for him. It's he's, he's joining the right club by going to Real Madrid. It wasn't like Real Madrid needs Zidane as in a order player to remain relevant. No, as a, as as a, a player. Okay. As a player. As a player. Oh, as a player. Like to remain relevant. It wasn't like the, oh, well, you're not a big dog unless you sign. That's kind of changed now with Neymar going to PSG for $222 yeah. uh, million and all these other signings and Messi, you know, saying he would never play for Real Madrid. Those types of things have sort of shifted shifted a bit of the leverage to the player himself, Ronaldo, as okay. opposed to the club. You're going to see that correct. Juventus is getting a big name. They're not getting Real Madrid's Ronaldo. They're not. And I don't think this puts Juventus over the top unless they make a, one or two big signings. Is, again, I don't think this puts them over the top to win Champions League. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Um, I, I think this weekend's Real Madrid. and oh, or, and we Does it? I do. He looked slow in the Champions League final, and he looked done. And and Zidane have been saying that <laughs> they didn't the have a bicycle, position for him. What about the bicycle kick in the game beforehand? In the- okay. Look, I mean, certainly he's going to have his moments. He's Ronaldo. <laughs> you don't work on those abs without having a moment in it, okay? <laughs> you won't got those abs for no reason. Well, all I'm saying is, is that it looked like his time was done there. Zidane clearly wanted to move on. Didn't I, have a position I for get, him. I, I think... I guess we'll see who uh, Real Madrid is going to use that money and replace him with. It's the Bale era, son. I don't know. I, I, Christian Pulisic is uh, rumored. I heard that was fake to Tottenham or to Real Madrid. To Real Madrid. I mean, that would not happen. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not happen. He would get maybe just a little bit more playing time than Riyad Mahrez is going he, to. He'd get city. to carry the balls to the tra- <laughs> to, to training. Yeah. They're like, all right, here's training for you. Like, why aren't I outside? I got to show you how to use the K-Cup machine. Oh, I thought you were the uh, Make-A-Wish kid. What yeah, are you doing yeah. here? Oh, dude. Shouldn't you be in a stretcher? <laughs> that would be very difficult for yeah. him to get so playing. So Zidane up. wants zero sugar in his coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's very important. You paid $100 million for me for this? <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of money lying around. Yeah, we just got, we need coffee, Um, I think this uh, yeah I want to see who they replace him with but I think I think this opens the door for 
uh, PSG or Barcelona to to win the, the next next year's Champions League. Yeah, I mean Barcelona has to uh, show up, of course. I mean, uh, it, it, but it, PSG's not going to. I don't think they have. You know, where are they getting? I mean, we know where they're getting all this money, oil fields. But <laughs> where, you know, where? How are they going to be able to stack up the rest of the team? I don't know. Uh, like, uh, yeah, we. Uh, this is like still transfer window. We got to wait and figure out what the hell's going to happen. Who's the better team right now, Juventus or Ronaldo, as of today? Who's the Ronaldo's Ronaldo's not a Juventus (laughs) Juventus or Real Madrid? I was gonna say Ronaldo's not a team, but I don't know about that. I mean, Uh, (laughs) I mean, he has one ab for every position on the field. That's true. His pecs, wonderful strikers. (laughs) Um, Who's better, Real or Juventus? Uh, right now, um, I it's close. I don't know. I I I guess. I, I guess Real Madrid. I mean, they, they're, they're the champions. Uh, so, it's, but I, but I, I think it's not uh, the the gap is not as wide. One hundred percent. That's all I'm saying. One hundred percent. So uh, another player, uh, another legend, another old man that just will not will not call it quits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go going to the young man's club out uh, out in France. Uh, Gigi Buffon from Juventus making the leap to PSG will not quit. This is a how much money does he owe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a. Oh, it's a weird move to me. Uh, Why wouldn't you leave on top? I mean, he's not he's, he's not on top. I he mean, did before. Like, it was like this parade of tears and he's a hero he and should, everyone he loves him in Italy. Why would you suit <laughs> up again? I don't know. This is look, I think I, I think it's safe to say that the 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 quality is is a little bit lower in. France than it is in Italy, right? So he, I, I don't think he's going to have as tough a time uh, dominating Ligue 1. Ah. Yeah. yeah. PSG. It is a lower level. Just uh, like not, not outside of the top few big na- big teams. It's it's a lower quality, lower level, of, lower standard. Is yes. what I like to say there. Lower Maybe standard. and also probably a little less uh, violent, right? Italy can get a little... You know. The fans, the fans are a bit much. <laughs> no, but the game itself is a little bit more physical. Sure. Uh, you know, there's the not, not, VAR was the worst thing introduced to to the the violence out there. The, I mean, like they wanted they, they the games were a little. You gotta be, you gotta be a man. You gotta have a thick old beard and play real real ass football if you wanna you wanna get stuck in real ass calcio out there. Catenaccio. Uh, <laughs> you know, they like that defensive game. Yeah. So uh, I think he's. I don't think he's gonna struggle uh, at PSG. Uh, Buffon is uh, a legend. Still knows what he's doing. Still keeps himself uh, fit. You never outside of his temper. That's really the only thing I'm worried about. Right. Well, that's <laughs> that's why he is. He's so physically fit. He's so angry all the time. <laughs> yes, it, it keeps him young. The, yeah. the, the rage. <laughs> uh, I think Wo, uh, Wojciech set Ch- uh, Chesney. Am I saying it correctly? Yes. Chesney. Uh, no one's happier than him right now. He finally gets to be the starting keeper. On Juventus. He's been there for what now? Two years? Uh, I think so. And uh, he came from Liverpool, right? No, 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 no. He was an Arsenal. He was an Arsenal keeper for a while. But then he went to Roma, if I'm not mistaken. He went to an Italian team. And Juventus is like, yeah, I'll take you. Why don't you go sit for a couple of years and we'll figure (laughs) this thing out. When Buffon decides he wants to go to Paris. Uh, Buffon is, I believe, a 40? Well, but, but I mean, he's timeless. Just uh, at least that's what they keep saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has the 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 the, the five o'clock shadow of a, just a forty nine year old. Yeah. Detective, oh no, yeah, right? no. He just, been... he he looks like a model who retired a few years ago, <laughs> but still gets some of like those dad photos, you know, 
Who's gonna have a better Who's gonna have a better season? Buffon at PSG or Ronaldo at Juventus? Uh, who's gonna have the better? It's tough to compare a cold goalkeeper with a you know a winger or a striker. Yeah. Um, but the better season, I guess I'm gonna have to say Ronaldo. Ronaldo, I think he's gonna. I think so too. I think Buffon's gonna get injured. I think he's just too old. Okay. It's a, it's a possibility, you yeah. know. When, when once you once you're a man of a certain age, we start getting a little worried, you yeah. know. Uh, start, it's when people are like, "Hey, Alexis, Christian, you guys want to take part in this creator game?" I'm like, I don't <laughs> think so. No, but I still got it. I, I, yeah, no. I, I still got a couple years left of. Uh, That's you what know, you believe. <laughs> t- top flight football. You're out there running around like you, your knees are never going to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> One day, I mean, they'll catch up to me. I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, okay, so let's talk about uh, a couple other things. Uh, in world football uh, related to American soccer. Let's get it. Oh, by the way, did you see Benzema? He posted a thing on Instagram. He said, uh, there's a lot I could say, but what I want to say is that it was an honor to play with the best soccer player in the world. Oh, boy. Did did the did Karim the, Benzema? <laughs> did the did the internet go crazy? Where did, are the angry <laughs> Englishmen? I can't listen to the. I can't watch him play because he calls it soccer. Ah, he's not even the same sport. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. What is this hand egg nonsense? Yeah. How about that, Kareem Benzema? Kareem Benzema trying to get an MLS contract. <laughs> Kareem Benzema. Okay. Well, he will be suiting up with the Chicago Fire anytime soon. Ah, uh, you are welcome anytime well, for- to be on the soccer cooligans. <laughs> Just don't film he, any of it on your cell phone. He was um, uh, Benzema after the Champions League final. I don't think we talked about this, but he was in New York uh, driving around, and people would people saw him in the street, and uh, there was a guy. Who he was? He was in the car, and there was a, a, a another car next to him. And the guy happened to be wearing a Benzema kit, and he s- stuck his head out out of the sunroof. He stood outside of the sunroof like Ferris Bueller, right? Yeah. And and uh, and took off his shirt and was waving it for Benzema. Benzema was just like, wasn't even like, wasn't phased by. Yeah, he was. Like, just, he was like, oh, okay. Thanks. All right, thank you. <laughs> Do me a favor. Could you get a little bit over? This so is literally right in Times Square. Like it was right by the, like the McDonald's in like uh, really Times Square. Yeah, yeah. So it was like th- there was you like- gotta be a global superstar to not even get a little shook. <laughs> if someone stopped me in traffic and held up a Gullia shirt, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, Yo, this is my dude right here. Yo, okay. <laughs> this is your car now. You can have my car. <laughs> I would be freaking out. Uh, so he he does seem to be a pretty cool dude, and and like clearly hangs out in New York, and you know maybe who knows well, he might end up he might end up here. Yeah, maybe. I hope so. He's already got the name right. He knows what to call the sports <laughs> soccer. Uh, Beamer Benzin bends him up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so the Jesse Marsh. We have to talk about Jesse Marsh, the coach of the New York Rebel, former coach of the assistant New York Rebels, assistant coach <laughs> to RB Leipzig, <laughs> assistant coach. Uh, so we we were talking about this before. We talked about this with uh, Mark Fishkin last right. week. Who uh, had a better transfer? Would you say Jesse Marsh or Juventus? <laughs> 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 I don't think he, I don't think Marsh got. The deal he wanted no, exactly. No, no, he's Riyad Mahrez. He's, <laughs> he's gonna go sit on the bench. <laughs> they were like, uh, Leipzig 
was like, well, how, how many Twitter followers do you got? Yeah. This is not <laughs> this is going it. to, or you do not have the, no. the, the requirement, the credentials yeah. to be the head coach. Of You're the team. somewhere just south of, a, of <laughs> an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You need to, just like those Adidas create commercials, you got to create a little bit more of a following. Yeah. We need you. We need you to create buzz. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> coaching jobs are like that. We're like, oh, look, Jesse, you just. You what, you just, mean like what networks, <laughs> network casting is really, like now? You just don't really have the heat right now that we're looking for. Look, we could hire you. You've got licenses and experience. Or we can go with at sexy bitch coach 69 who has 3.2 million followers okay now while you probably could do the job correctly and have a talent for it she brings more awareness so why would i put my money on you versus her it is it's a fair i mean you could you gotta it's it's his own fault i mean you, know, you need you need to do more selfies more vlogs yeah and and you really could have gotten the job but you know you you chose you chose to not really put the effort. Yeah. But <laughs> At the end, if I mean, if you got the talent, why isn't you popping? <laughs> so, okay, the market speaks for itself. <laughs> so, new coach of RB Leipzig, sexy bitch, 69, sexy, 69, sexy bitch coach. What was it again? Uh, uh, that's manager, sexy bitch, 69. Okay. Her, uh, her, her, uh, her uh, what is that? Uh, the, the, no, the initials on her uh, training oh, top yeah. just says 69. <laughs> SB. <laughs> What's up, bitch? <laughs> I was like, yo, why is everybody speaking German? Y'all are weird. <laughs> also, could you look at us and not your cell phone when you're talking? She's like, I'm filming a selfie. Fuck so, out of here. Jesse Marsh to RB Leipzig in an assistant coach role. We all knew the, so a couple things. RB Leipzig uh, is in, in the middle of a, uh, this year they will have an interim coach. They have signed their coach for the following year. Yeah, so, the guy who's their interim coach is Rolf. That that he's the one that all of their style of soccer is based off of. Okay, it's called Rolf Ball. I mean, not a creative name. <laughs> okay, oh, like, this is Alexis Ball. It, it sounds like something you create in a futuristic prison. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's Rolf Ball. You don't know what Rolf Ball? <laughs> Just pick up your glowing orb. <laughs> Everybody knows what Rolf Ball. Come on, man. We all grew up playing it. <laughs> so. Uh, Ralph Ball is uh, similar to the Marco Bielsa or Marcelo Bielsa uh, style of soccer. It's a heavy pressing, blah, blah, blah. And probably the style that U.S. men's national team may have in the future compared <laughs> to reports, okay? Okay. Uh, which I'm very excited about. It's probably got an offer. Um, rumors. Rumors. Uh, I may have started that. Hashtag rumor. lies. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> According to my uh, friend, Sexy Bitch 69, uh, <laughs> so never let me down once. Never once. Uh, a lot of makeup tutorials, but once you get past it, you know, you really get to the meat of the stuff. Um, it's that style of play. So like he's kind of going to be go. He becomes his. It's kind of a big deal to be Ralph's assistant, but is it a bigger deal than being the coach of the New York rebels when they're having a pretty great season so far? Yeah. So the, if you, I just to clarify a little bit more so that the, the coach that will be there, this, uh, is it the, the interim coach? Is that the Ralph guy? Yeah. Okay. So next year they're getting it's the coach from who not Hanover. It, I have no clue. There's another coach who is will be there next year uh, who is currently playing on another team. Right. So I, uh, I think who's currently coaching another. The team. plan is for Jesse Marsh to then go to Salzburg. Yeah, I don't know. So this is what's weird. It's like they, and they haven't. We don't really have the details uh, about this. He has accepted an assistant coaching role at, for a year. For for at least we know a year. Uh, and I don't know if that's going to lead to. 
a head coaching position anywhere. I don't know if he's going to just be at Leipzig for a long time as an assistant until he gets another opportunity in Europe or if the plan is to, yeah, maybe take over Salzburg. I, I don't know. So this, but a lot of people feel that this was, if if to leave for, and specifically Red Bulls fans, uh, to leave for a uh, an assistant coaching position in the in the middle of an MLS season when your team is doing very very well is worse than like I think people could could rationalize Patrick Vieira leaving because it's like it's a head coach in Nice what are you gonna do you're gonna nobody's gonna say no to that so as as upset as people were they understood from a business perspective why he did it but for right. Jesse Marsh people are like. This doesn't make sense. Why leave for an assistant uh, coaching position uh, in, and when you're the head coach of an MLS team that's doing well? And also, I get that it's advancing within the ranks, but doesn't then don't you think that Red Bull doesn't think of New York Red Bulls as that high of a priority? Yeah, because if they view you just sitting there doing nothing next to some guy <laughs> for a year as a step up? Yeah, that's a weird... Uh, I right, mean, and it's not crazy that they would think that, uh, but that's kind of. I think it's a little bit of a slap in the face, and maybe a, a realization for uh, those those sister clubs that uh, that a couple uh, MLS uh, clubs sort of yeah. uh, you know franchises deal with. And nobody talks about Red Bull Brazil. I mean, no one even knows it's there. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have a team in Brazil. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, hey, you come here for breaking news, okay? Uh, we just got a DM from 60 Bitch 69. They got Bradley Raidinho. Yeah. <laughs> Royaldo. Royaldo, yes. Tyler Adamzo. <laughs> oh, man. This is. <laughs> oh, buddy. This is uh, just doppelganger yeah. uh, Rebels. Um, they, <laughs> I look at this and say. What they think, if I had to make a, an educated guess, which is probably dangerous for which me to is, say. I, I, I don't, this might be the first time you've done <laughs> I that. Know. Well, I don't know if you can hear Christian <laughs> buckling his seatbelt right now. But if I can make an educated guess, is that if they're all studying the tutelage, if, they, if all the teams are supposed to be playing under the style that is directed and dictated by this Ralph guy, they probably view this as some type of finishing school for Jesse Marsh. Okay, It's like, okay, look, you're good. But you're good in MLS. Can you also do it here? Why don't you sit next to the guy who invented the style you're coaching and clearly are very adept at? Why don't you sit next to him and learn from him directly for a year? And then we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's like cooking with the head chef. Yeah. It's like, all right, now you just moved to sous chef. Yeah. But is that better than running your own restaurant? <laughs> it's, a fair, it's a fair question. You know, uh, the, uh, uh, Paul Tenorio... Uh, who we, we've been talking about week after week, but he's he's been writing amazing articles uh, on, on the, the Atlantic, on the on the Atlantic or the Athletic, <laughs> on the Athletic. <laughs> yes, edu Mr. Educated Guest over here. <laughs> if I can make an educated <laughs> guest, and then my brain used all of its power, <laughs> I got no more. Because it was pretty good. It was pretty succinct. If let I can say something. Let me check stuff. the battery life on Alexa. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dangerously low. Yeah, you know what it is? Is you can't use GPS and Spotify at the same time. Just just kills you. <laughs> but he kind of he kind of framed it. Um, uh, the, the head the 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 headline of the article is signs that MLS might finally be ready to embrace its status as a selling league. Uh, what this means for the future. So, but just the idea that look now we were we're talking about players that 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 can be sold. Uh, but the the idea that coaches can make a move as well uh, to Europe is really something Major League Soccer has not really seen before, and it, it can it can change the dynamic of. Uh, of how of one how the league is viewed and 
uh, and, and and for it being a a, a real, I, don't, I guess a real step up because I think th- there's a difference between uh, outside clubs, uh, European clubs or whatever, seeing MLS and and looking at these athletes and being like, oh, right, these guys are these th- there's talent here that we can nurture and uh and and make and they can help make our team better and then there's another thing as clubs seeing the coaching and saying like wow i like the the brain of that manager i like the the their style and right. i would like to bring that to my team that is that is a bigger compliment to to american soccer to, to some degree than uh, than just getting a player yeah i mean look someone like a fabian castillo being sold is awesome Someone like a Joseph Martinez or or Miguel Almiron or or you know a Jonathan Lewis getting sold, even though Jonathan Lewis was sort of developed here and those players weren't. You look at that and go, okay, MLS can be a stepping stone. I don't think anyone was sure why Tata Martino came here because I don't think he really needed a stepping stone. But this kind of feels like a bit of a springboard for him, right? Mm-hmm. He can go elsewhere from here. Odds are he's probably going to get pressured into being the U.S. men's national team coach, right? Odds are. I mean, they're putting a full court press on the, on him from all reports, right? Okay. And clearly he should. His contract is up, I believe, at the end of this year for Atlanta anyway. Um, so I'm sure Atlanta doesn't want to lose him, but I'm sure someone else can step in place and do the same thing. So Yeah, just piece of cake. Just yeah. Anybody. Anybody. <laughs> right? But you look at someone like, like Tottenham with Pochettino, Real Madrid was going after him for $60 million. This isn't the only... This isn't the only league where something like that can happen, right? Premier League can get poached of its coaches as well. Yeah. Or almost bought and sold. Like, you know, you we're now at the point, we're now at the era where coaches are just as much a commodity and a coach's system and their ability to get that system through to the players is as much a commodity as what how good a player is. Yeah. So But the fact that Jesse Marsh moving is a good thing. I think it hurts the league. It's a positive. And this is going to sound like NYCFC bias, but it's a positive when a coach here becomes the head coach of a pretty big club in Europe, like OGC Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's a big deal. Becoming an assistant through the same system that you're in doesn't necessarily look great. It doesn't, but I'll say this. I, and, and this is where Jesse Marsh deserves some credit in that. Patrick Vieira is Patrick Vieira, right? Legend before he got to NYCFC. He was Patrick Vieira was going to get a coaching job somewhere. That's that's at, such at a point. here's why I think that's such a trash idea. He won those things as a player. Yes. You don't get paid as a coach because you won the super the, the World Cup as it a player. It doesn't hurt, Alexis. No, the no, resume. No. That <laughs> gives you that gives you a certain cachet. Yes. It's nice to have a legend sitting there. But let's be honest. Nice isn't going to the Champions League. No, the, the this is look. I'm not. I I understand. All I'm saying is, if you look at their coaching, if you look at their coaching credentials side by side, what does Jesse Marsh have that that uh, uh, Jesse Marsh I think actually has a supporter shield, right? Yeah. So then technically he's a more. What, uh, so that's what I'm saying. The the point I'm trying to make is that the leap for, of Patrick Vieira to Nice is while a big deal for American soccer. And uh, and MLS that 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 a, a coach can can coach here for a certain amount of time and then uh, that makes the league look better is what I'm saying. It does, but the idea of an American player, Jesse Martin, played for the U.S. Men's National Team, played in Europe as well, a play and and coached uh, uh, an MLS team and and uh, to get from as an American to get there is definitely a larger 
definitely harder for Jesse Marks to get to where even without as a, a doubt an assistant role at Leipzig is harder. It was harder than it was for Vieira to go to end up at Nice. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Yes and no. It is clearly, but it shouldn't be viewed. I would say it would. It should be viewed as a as a as a a smaller step forward for the league. Than what happened when Vieira moved on to go to France. It, uh, I think, when we look back on this moment and Jesse Marsh going uh, to Leipzig, and, and 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 he's probably going to get a head coaching position somewhere uh, in Europe. I think it is going to be it's going to be looked at like a a, a huge monumental moment for American soccer and and how American soccer is viewed. Hopefully, he is he does well. That needs to, what needs to happen is he needs to become a head coach and then be a successful head coach. Yes, I'm him gonna, staying as an assistant for ten years, as much as he's probably going to get paid correct seven times what he got paid at New York Red Bull, that is a complete failure in the eyes of NY of of uh, MLS. I agree, and it's how we're perceived. Yes, I, I think that in, in that regard. Uh, but look, I, congratulations to, to his family. Congratulations to him. He's been trying to go to Europe forever. Yes. He kept taking days off before derbies to go out there <laughs> to get his licenses. It all paid off. And now MLS has a Puerto Rican coach. <laughs> this is the best news ever. And I mean, look, I don't want the Rebels to ever succeed, but shouts to a Boricua. <laughs> Getting a head coaching job. It is uh, Chris Armas uh, gets the. Uh, uh, he was an assistant. Uh, Cristóbal Almas. I don't know if that's how you say his first name. It could just be Chris. It could be Christopher or Christian. I don't know. But I'm it could be you, anything. Look, Chris, Christians, Christophers, uh, always all successful. Chris, in, Chris in, Almas. In, in any field, they're always successful. They're, yeah. they're, they're very, very good. As uh, long as you pair yourself up with an elect. <laughs> so, uh, but yes, uh, we'll see how, you know, he didn't have the, the, the probably the, the start that he wanted. No, I know. They also said his contract. Contract negotiations were very difficult because he kept asking for more chavos and no one's. <laughs> okay, well, great. I'm glad we did that. <laughs> that one was necessary. Uh, how confused <laughs> are our French Canadian fans listening right now? Uh, and make sure. Do you want to explain what chavos? <laughs> chavos change. It's just it money. means money. It it's what money. it's what Puerto Ricans call money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Puerto Rican school. It's just a weird way to say that. They have regular money. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they use dollars and cents. Uh, but but yeah. they call it chavo. They call it chavos. Um, yeah, like, well, Dominicans, we call it cuarto. You know, they say cuarto. Like, just we, we literally say a fraction to describe money. Yeah. <laughs> We're literally calling money fourths. And Cubans say, por favor, because we don't have any. We say, please. <laughs> Uh, so make sure, and uh, speaking of, uh, uh, cuartos, uh, make sure we were just talking about the athletic and the article from Paul Tenorio. Make sure, uh, this show is sponsored by the athletic. And, uh, again, that article, uh, signs that MLS may finally be ready to embrace the status as a selling league, uh, selling league, uh, and what this means for the future. Bring it on. It, sell everybody. It's, <laughs> it's great. I mean, it, it really kind of, uh, harps on the, 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 the point that Juan Carlos Osorio made after, uh, after Mexico lost in mm -hmm. the World Cup, that he's like, oh, these players, they need to be playing in Europe. And, you know, the Klinsman uh, sentiment that everybody was like, what are you talking about, Klinsman? You don't know, uh, this is America. Yeah. We want to have the best league and the b best players should play here. And Klinsman like, heard it, could not get off the couch. He was so excited. <laughs> so, uh, and Juan Carlos Osorio, who used to coach in, in, uh, in MLS. In MLS, that's right. Um, so uh, make sure you go to uh, theathletic.com slash cooligans and you will receive 40% off your first year subscription to The Athletic. It's just, uh, honestly, I'm on it all the time. The app is amazing. It's yeah, we both read it. It's so dope. And we bought it before they ever advertised. 
Yeah, yeah, we uh, yeah we had picked it up before, and it's uh it, it's it's great, and it's a great resource for for the American soccer fan because there's uh, a, a lot there. I think I don't know if every single team has a dedicated uh, sports uh, reporter for your club or whatever, but they're adding people uh, as we go along. And here's one way: if they don't have a beat writer, so to speak, for every uh, club, the more people that sign up in those cities, the more likely that they will be to hire someone. Yeah, yeah. You know, look, writers need to get paid if you want good coverage of your favorite team. And we talked about this. We posted something on, uh, you know, on Twitter, a video of us talking with Mark Fishkin from our last episode. And a couple of people, you know, mentioned about how, you know, modern multi whatever that's called mainstream media isn't covering yeah. these things. Uh, we are. You know what I mean? And if you look, mainstream media is not going to cover all this stuff. And. Guys like us that create content for you guys for free yeah, can't we, we do sound, this. We sound like Fox News. It's, it's, it's the mainstream media is really not focusing stupid on <laughs> gotcha media. Uh, what the, the truth is is that if the more people that buy this thing, the more likelihood, the more money they're going to have to pay for yep. soccer writers. So if you know dudes up in Dallas or down in Dallas sign up, and dudes over and and everyone, men, women, everyone, children uh, stealing their parents' credit cards, everyone signs up for it <laughs> in different cities. They're going to realize, oh, these guys want soccer coverage. Yeah. And we're gonna get it. Yeah, and it, and, and the athletic covers every sport, and it's not it's not. Yeah, soccer, read about basketball, football, yeah. all those other boring sports the that sport, are gonna die soon. Sports, LeBron, Laker, who cares? Yeah. How about Ronaldo? Where are Ronaldo's abs going this this season? Yeah. That's what I want to know. The NBA died twenty years ago, okay, <laughs> and it died once again this season. It's just a, a preseason until the playoffs. I, mean, I until know the what I would love if it's if it's Warriors, Western Conference Finals. If it's the Warriors Cavs again in the finals again, even with Le, without LeBron, so great. <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world. That'd be so great. <laughs> so theathletic.com slash cooligans. Uh, make sure you sign up today. All right. Uh, anything else before we move on to our uh, our next uh, Audi t- Field? Oh, let's talk about Audi Field a little bit. Audi Field opened up, huh? Huh? Everyone except the reporters who don't have sunglasses should be excited about it. <laughs> Look, uh, I, I don't think we talked about this before, but Audi Field is going to be having uh, their uh, initial game this uh, this weekend. They just had their big ceremony. They're there. What is it? Not an opening ceremony. A ribbon right? cutting. Ribbon cutting. That's right. And uh, Rooney was there. The Audi field deflowering, as they oh, say. Ouch. <laughs> it was what? a little tight at first. Don't but bring was, uh, scissors. Yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, the, the so a couple interesting things about Audi field. We're hearing a lot of stuff. And uh, a friend of the show, uh, been on the show before, Pablo Maurer. Who, great uh, article. Great, he, wrote, uh, he writes a photographer and MLS writer and, and just all around. Great uh, mechanic. Great mechanic. All around savant of, yeah. uh, of, of lots of different subjects. But he's, uh, he knows. He's a uh, renaissance man. He, he knows D.C. soccer and, and, and that scene. And he wrote an article about Audi Field and how uh, it's, it's apparently been... Um, I don't even know the word. Like not, I don't want to say built incorrectly, but like misbuilt uh, uh, or misconstructed. They didn't build it the way it was supposed to be. So it's it's apparently there's a certain side of the field that's it's it's facing the the cameras and the press box get f- sun in it until about eight p.m. Yeah, give or take. I think so it's something like seven thirty, seven seven thirty. So it's just too much glare. Yes. So, meaning that when they are televising the events, the sun will be directly in 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 the camera, so you cannot see anything. Right now, stadiums are purposely built. They do something called a sun study. Okay. 
uh, so that you, you know, they're you like, were, I think you were saving your educated guests for this. Yeah, I know. Here we go. <laughs> you probably, if you're watching the video, you're seeing smoke come out of the old ears. Uh, they do, they do like a stun, uh, like a sun sample and a sunlight sample Okay. to show, and they do all these projections on computers. Like, you know, like it's 3d models. Here's what it looks like at different points of the day, different things. So you don't get glare, like tall buildings where they have like glass and steel, uh, so that it's not overheating the building and such. So sure. it lowers, you know, your, uh, your cost, uh, of, uh, of air conditioning and whatnot. And DC United was like, get, get these computers out of my face. What Just else? took all <laughs> off the table. <laughs> Bring me back the paper with the blue ink. Okay, you kids these days with your tweeters and... <laughs> I get it, you got apps. It, it, your Insta, Insta gropes. <laughs> right. You could swipe right on any building. I don't care which one you want to fuck. I want paper. You know, like, I don't think you understand how these things work. So... Apparently, the team changed hands midway through the building process. That's right. That's right. So the the new owners were like, happy to have the team. Don't have anywhere near the money the last guys did. Mm -hmm. So let's pull back a little bit. And they pulled back on the full coverage, the full canopy coverage. Yeah. Like Rebel Arena sort right. of style. So they right. Were or like, you know, um, LAFC Stadium. Yeah. Which if Dave and Yusef are listening to, it is a beautiful stadium. <laughs> Stop calling me a hack on the group chat. Uh, no one paid me and I wish they did. I'd say much more glorious things about it if they did. Everyone knows that I'm able to be purchased easily. So um, they pulled that, that sort of canopy off. So now it, the sunlight comes directly in and there's nothing you can do about it. And they were supposed to add signage to sort of help cover that. And the team's owners apparently didn't want to pay for that either. His article goes into some of this and you can see examples like he does a really good job of getting a screen cap on the uh, construction cameras they had. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a great article and it kind of gives you an idea of what's going on in D.C. But at the end of the day, the fact that they have a stadium in a pretty dope part of the neighborhood that everyone seems to like really love. That's a win. That's a win for for D.C., Yes, uh, without a doubt. I mean, and, and Wayne Rooney playing and, and look, they, they're trying to hype it up right in the ribbon cutting. Uh, uh, Don Garber was there and wearing a dope suit. Yeah. right. Was it a tan suit? No, it was like a silver suit. OK, OK. okay. Yeah, I couldn't tell. But the, the the there are people who feel kind of disenfranchised by the team. There, there were I know there's the Barra Brava are having issues with uh, the front office of uh, right. DC United. There's there's. A lot of supporters that don't feel uh, very acknowledged uh, at, at this point. And, and Garber was like, uh, you know, D.C. United fans, I want you to sell out every game. And it's just like, all right, well, it's no, no we, that's not how it just works. You also, know? some guy yelled, like, I think we're going to win the World Soccer Cup. I think it was the it was either like a congressman or the mayor or something like that. Going, yo, like, yo, we can't get <laughs> we can't get all of them to be like, guys. Can we look over your speech? I mean, the World quick? Cup is going on right now. He's like, I, wait, I know two things. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> at least he called it soccer. Can we just give him that? <laughs> okay. I mean, at least it wasn't uh, the bastion all over again. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting there's some some progress. We're making progress across the board as Americans. But but it is a weird thing that to have the sunlight issue because that the, seems like something that should have been covered. A lot of the uh, 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 several of the games have been have to have to be postponed for like an hour or two. Till the sun sets. So it's, as opposed to like a 7 p.m. prime time, they got an 8 p.m. Yeah. So but then also now all the big, all the big channel games, like all the big ones, like for Fox or whatnot or ESPN, I don't know who's who's handling that down there. They all those games have been moved to like early afternoon games, so that the sun glare isn't an issue. Yeah, it's it's a really 
But this, now that apparently that's it's hotter now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a stupid problem to be having. They shouldn't all uh, things that you would don't consider when you're building a stadium. If you and I were asked to build a stadium, neither <laughs> one of us would consider how the sun glares. The sun, I would put shades on. Yeah, put the yeah. shades on the players. You right? and I, I would be focusing so heavily on concessions. <laughs> like you have no idea. I wouldn't no, have time for anything else. I would get I would get Mr. Burns to build a thing to block out the sun. <laughs> the sun. <laughs> Even I know that reference. Not bad. So uh, just. A, a strange issue to be having uh and i, I hopefully hopefully I, it's a thing that where they can just like you know hire some company to 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 build a, a bob's big boy you know statue and to block out the sun and cover the press box you know what i mean like just yeah. get, maybe get a sponsor to build a thing to block out the sun like maybe they don't have to pay for it themselves that'd be dope yeah. Audi, Audi. I mean, you already paid for the name of the stadium. <laughs> Don't you want it to be used during the best hours? Yeah, just do something weird and, and you know, figure out in like an, an, uh, a creative way or uh, whatever. Uh, I feel like something could be done. But okay, so uh, let's get to our uh, next segment because we have to we have to talk about some of those World Cup matches, the the, the France uh, Belgium game that we just saw, and then a couple of the ones over the weekend. And today, you you know, obviously. Uh, uh, England will be playing uh, Croatia. We don't know the result because we we're recording the day before that game. Yeah, but uh, you know, maybe it's coming home. Maybe it's not. We'll 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 see. We're we'll so, about to find out. We'll talk about it. All right, uh, we'll get back to you right after this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Cool Guns. You have a word from our sponsor. Bird Dogs is back, and we have to tell you, look, we I'm currently wearing Bird Dog shorts at the moment. So am I. Yeah. They are ridiculously comfortable. So we both just watched a World Cup game in my apartment. Yeah. We're both decked out in incredible shorts. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of energy because we're so relaxed. <laughs> so relaxed. From wearing incredibly comfortable shorts. And look, there's a bunch of... Sh- People think of shorts, and they're like, oh, shorts are shorts. Whatever. Shorts are shorts. You don't even... You haven't even put any real thought into how... Like where 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 you can get high quality shorts and comfortable shorts and shorts that you can use in any real setting and bird dog shorts are exactly that so you can you can wear them uh, at a party you can wear them uh, to, to uh, a swimming party yeah uh, you could go <laughs> jump in the pool with them you they're like the pool. they're kind of like workout shorts they're like uh, swimming trunks they're all of it all in one you, you like could, you could do yoga in them because they're stretchy as hell and for a big dude if you guys are just a little bit bigger than you want to be this summer <laughs> let me tell you something these shorts are absolutely perfect they don't bundle up on you. They don't bunch up. And the coolest part is they have this like underwear on the inside. They have this liner inside that super that's so comfortable. insanely comfortable that you don't even need underwear. Underwear would would ruin the experience. You you would want to throw out your underwear. It's almost like you're wearing the most comfortable underwear you have. Yeah. Already in the it's in the shorts already. It's like, yo, you know that statue of Cristiano Ronaldo where he has like the massive bulge? Yes. That he was probably wearing bird dog I shorts. Did, I I carved that bulge myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just from memory too, which is very impressive. Uh, he he was probably wearing bird dog shorts because that's how it makes you feel. <laughs> it makes you feel like you have a giant bulge. Yeah, like you long donging. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it makes you feel. <laughs> a, gi- a giant bulge made of marble. Uh, and you know when you have like really comfortable underwear, like some of those high end, expensive, very expensive underwear brands. Like you know what? Like your your stuff swims in them and it's comfortable moving around. You don't feel like you're chafing or anything. Yeah, that's how this feels. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's wildly comfortable. It's hard to just explain, but you have it's to. It's like putting your nuts on a cloud. How else? <laughs> you have to try them. <laughs> you have to try them to understand. It's like I, I never really thought much about my my shorts game. Right. Up until I started wearing bird dog shorts. Yeah. No, my junk was a, was a soldier. It didn't matter how comfortable 
was it got the job done. But now it realizes. I, I Admiral. Yeah. <laughs> now it realizes, you know, it's actually it's nice to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you deserve it, okay, <laughs> yeah. girl? You deserve hey, it. Girl, you've been working real hard. <laughs> so make sure go to birddogs.com and, and use the promo code COOLIGANS. And you'll, uh, today, you'll get a free dad hat with your purchase. Uh, it's, it, it's a quality hat, and it comes with your shorts. You're going to get quality shorts. You're going to get a quality dad hat. You're gonna they got tons of material. They have different lengths, different yeah, sizes. Different sizes. You different can really styles. customize the crap out of this thing. Uh, it's, uh, look, you got you got to get these shorts. They're, they're that that uh, useful and important. So yeah. make sure you do that. Bur- if you've uh, purchased some of our other sponsor products and you got your dick right, <laughs> when you're done, you're going to want to put these on. This is the perfect ending. Yeah. Th- you heard that right, ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is for you. Come on, ladies. <laughs> get that dick right. And make sure they're comfortable right after you get that dick right in Bur- these shorts. Birddogs.com and use the promo code COOLIGANS. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are. Ah. And we gotta get we gotta get to World Cup. We gotta get to MLS, cause uh I mean one's more important than the other, and we all know which one I'm talking about. Hell yeah, MLS. <laughs> Major League Soccer. Well uh, let's talk about World Cup because a lot happened. So today's game was France versus Belgium. Yes. Clearly they got there because France beat Uruguay. We don't want to talk about it. It's too Soon we got. We, well, we, I mean, it's we got to talk about it because that's our job. Yeah. Right? Um. So, <laughs> we got. We're gonna fight through the tears. I I fought through the Colombian cafeteers yeah. uh, that I had. Uh, the cafeteros. <laughs> the cafeteros. So, uh, yes, uh, France and Belgium in the semifinal. The match. Uh, the quarterfinal between France and Uruguay. Uh, Uruguay was without Cavani. That's yes. all you need to know about it. So, They're just not the same team with without without Cavani. You know they don't. Everyone collapses onto Suarez. Suarez doesn't get the free range. You don't have anyone pushing back on that defense. Everyone collapses into the middle. They don't have enough midfield. Um, I guess you know creativity to get out of those situations. Yeah, and that's exactly what you saw. France just smothered Uruguay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that it, watching the game, I was just like. Hoping, you know, it's weird to to think of uh, uh, Uruguay as like the underdog, but they really had like no chance. I mean, they, there was just nothing. There completely was no completely outclassed. Complete, and, and we're seeing initially in, at the beginning of this tournament. I was like, oh, France, yeah, they're good. It's all these flashy guys. They're not gonna something's gonna right. once once real pressure comes at them. They're gonna they're gonna they're have gonna some crumble. They're gonna crumble. Yeah. No, they did wave they, the white flag in that. <laughs> The way only the French can. They handled it quite well and uh, really made uh, Uruguay look, yeah, just like they, like they, 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 this tournament was not, they weren't ready for this. No. And you know what? Look, everyone talked about it when, what was it? What was that team that uh, France was just, Mbappe was just blowing past players. He was just like streaking past them. Uh, in the quarterfinal? No, no, no. Previous, like well, one or two games before, Mbappe uh, was just like, of, too fast. Uh, the round of six doesn't matter. Just yeah, whatever team I'm talking about. We were talking about Deschamps was. Oh, is he setting it up for? Is he sort of strategizing depending on the team? And to some degree, it's like, well, they had this sort of tool in their belt. They knew that you Argentina, know, by the way, it was French. It was Argentina. Argentina. Yeah, they knew that. That's right. Exactly. They knew that Mbappe was fast, so maybe the team sort of figured it out on their own. Watching Uruguay, you're like, all right, maybe this team just knows how to smother a team that is lacking, you know, the the ability to get to, to get their own space in the midfield and, and the whole team. It was like a high line and it was tightly pressed in the center, right? So everyone collapsed to the middle. Maybe it wasn't Deschamps. After watching the Belgium game today, 
Deschamps is knows exactly what he's doing. He is changing this team up little by little every game. Yeah. He is minimizing the other team's strengths and attacking their weaknesses at a rate. I mean, he just clearly has an incredibly strong depth. Yeah. That he can really just pull out any player. And also just the players he has have, are so multi, multi-talented. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that's most impressive is I, I thought... I thought France were going to buckle under the the lack of the, of experience that they had. Right. And and re, I mean you're seeing just really really strong play. I mean look, what, what, I mean you have uh Angola Kante, you have Paul Pogba uh just in that midfield and they are they're not really making any mistakes. Kante's not Kante's not making any mistakes as far as any defensive issues. Nobody's really getting past them in any real way. No. And 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 Pogba is has a a a, a little he's playing with a more uh, looseness than I expected. Clearly, because he hasn't scored or had an assist the entire uh, tournament. But if you're a coach on he the scored, other side, he scored one. Remember the goal that the in oh, the, you're right, he did. Yes, the he one did that score. trickled over the line. Or maybe he only has one and one. Maybe that's what it is. He only has one goal and one yeah, assist. But he's been doing important things, and maybe he's not. He's but not, you also have to prepare for him. Yes, you have to set something up to minimize his ability to to do what he does best, which is set people up more than even score. And and to to again to uh, Didier Deschamps' credit, uh, Lukaku, Fellaini, uh, even I mean Hazard, I think Hazard had, had his moments. Had, had he started the game, a good game against Belgium, but on a hot one. Uh, but definitely the forwards didn't have a fun time out there. They weren't even really touching the ball that much. No. So uh, look, De Bruyne couldn't really do what he does best. Hazard had his moments, but he was in the midfield, like all the way in the middle of the field. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't close to goal when he was doing a lot of these things. So at the end of the day, you, I'm looking at France and saying they've got to be the favorite because I don't know any other team. I mean, England hasn't played. I mean, by the time you're listening to this, either England, you know, England has moved on or they haven't. They're playing sort of with a lot of heart, but I don't know that they're necessarily strategizing. For every team. I don't know that they're the most professionally put together every I th- game. I think they're emotionally preparing for every game. Gareth Southgate, really, he's he's becoming uh, the Phil Jackson of this World Cup. Right, right. Like, he's the he's, Zen master. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, we're getting it, you know, because they have to deal with a lot of... Yeah, they were training with a rubber chicken. What are you doing? <laughs> England, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be this relaxed. All right, Fozzie Bear. Take yeah. Tone it down. <laughs> waka waka, yeah. all right? Is, is you, you ain't Shakira? Yeah, <laughs> who I hear is... Oh, no, you said Shakira. The joke's not going to work. Never mind. I was going to say, you said waka waka. I was like, I heard that's who's performing at the MLS All-Star game. Problem too fast. So yeah. I don't have to tell you. Too uh, many jokes. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, and I think that it's, it is safe to say France is probably uh, the favorite going into this final. They 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 are the only team, I think, throughout the entire tournament that have never really looked like... Uh, I, I don't think they've played... Have, have they played any game, uh, you know, when they were down? I don't even, I don't even think so uh, throughout, the, throughout the whole World Cup. I don't think they've been not, not in a leading position or tied. Yeah. Throughout the tour, I could be wrong about that, but I they, the games I've seen, they've been stellar. But dude, twenty years after they won the World Cup, this looks like everyone is comparing them to the nineteen ninety eight team. Okay, and this looks like as fun a team to watch, and they are. I just wouldn't give them the credit for being as prepared as they have been until now. Now I'm looking at it now, right before the final, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I feel like that Deshaun might actually be preparing a little bit. So let's go back uh, to the, to the weekend prior and just uh, we have to, you know, 
pour some uh, caipirinha out for, for the homies uh, out in uh, South America and Brazil. Uh, Brazil loses to Belgium, 2-1. to one. Yep. And this was a surprising game, too, because uh, Brazil looked like Belgium did today, right? Yeah. <laughs> they They really... They could were, get nothing going. Not the Brazil that we're used to seeing. We, uh, you know, I want to see some Joga Bonito and all this other stuff going on. And there really wasn't uh, that much, uh, not that much happening. And a lot of people felt that the reason Brazil lost this game uh, was because of all of Neymar's flopping. The ref in this match was from be- beginning, the first whistle. He was like, yo, Neymar. N- not today. Yeah. This is not happening. Yeah, and- we're not going to let you do this. <laughs> and I think this is where it, it, it really came back to bite Neymar. Uh, this was Geiger, right? This was not Geiger. It, it wasn't Geiger. But uh, it, the Geiger was Sweden, uh, England. Geiger was... Uh, was he Sweden, England? I believe so. He was definitely Columbia, England. Yeah. In the, that maybe he was in, in the England quarterfinal. Again. I don't this might have been Geiger. Maybe. I don't know. Um, anyway, so the, yeah, so I, I think that was a, a big deal in the match, just how, how the referee was going to ref the game because he was not giving Neymar many calls, but to Neymar's credit, he was not really flopping this game either. Uh, and I think it, it, it was the boy who cried wolf, right? It, it was, there were, everybody s- saw the memes. Yeah. There were an, enough, enough, uh, flops and falls that the ref, when he when Neymar was actually being fouled and at, and had real reason to be upset, the ref was like, "Nah, let's go, keep it moving." You're probably, you know, he just presumed he was lying about it, right? And I I I I can't deny that that I think that had an effect on how the game is uh, on how the game ended and, and affected the actual result. But I, I blame nobody but Neymar. Yeah, no, that shouldn't be part of your strategy. Is like, oh, I'm gonna fool my way into free kicks. Which, you know, if Uruguay was able to do, that would have been great. They barely got any, like, dead ball uh, shots yeah. uh, towards the goal, which is how you sort of can equalize when you have a better team. And I just don't see why Brazil needed that. You know, Brazil has, a, you know, what, 59% possession. They had, they had a lot of talent. They got a lot of, you know, talent at every position. Yeah. You've got freaking Marcelo. Who's incredible? Who it was not clearly not one hundred percent. Remember he no. got hurt yeah. uh, earlier in the tournament, and you can sort of tell he wasn't he wasn't the same uh, Marcelo. But you know what? To, even though he 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 was not one hundred percent, he still has so good. Still. His, his touch is unreal. It's you know the, where he the can videos get, he puts up online of like him doing stuff like after the practice or like in the locker room. He can do that in it, real time. It's, it, it's it's crazy, and it feels like uh, like he's defying some law of gravity when because he's a defender. <laughs> exactly that too. Uh, but he receives a ball from t- 20, 30 yards out, and the ball doesn't bounce. It just stops at his foot. Like how? <laughs> like if he has a, like if he caught a fly ball. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Like it, a, a fly ball in your glove would move around more <laughs> than the ball does against his foot. It it is weird to see. It doesn't look normal. It doesn't look normal, but. Uh, bummer. I mean, Brazil. Even though they lost this game, I think they they lost in a a, a different way than you know. Obviously, when they lost in Brazil uh, against Germany in the last yeah. World Cup, but they they lost in a way where like they were like they got us. Like like they they were outmatched. Yeah, and I think that was uh, that was clear. I mean, look the. I mean, the two goals they gave up was uh, it, it was credited as an own goal from Fernandinho, uh, but but really, uh, it, I think you you got to give him uh, your company kind of got that he made that happen. But the the Kevin De Bruyne goal, 
was just a, what a beast. Which was again another Lukaku. Uh, you know, forget pace and power. This was just another brilliant play, great, great dribbling down the middle. And this is like this is your center forward who's like two hundred and fifteen pounds. Pinging the ball. It was like, oh, <laughs> well, let me make one of these sweet little passes you guys are always doing. I just laid a, a great ball for, for De Bruyne. And, and, and Marcelo, uh, you know, couldn't decide. He couldn't. He could either. He had to guard the pass. Yeah. And and De Bruyne just, I mean, he, the dude, he, he doesn't even know what curling a ball is. No. He's just, I'm like, yo, straight rockets to the back of the net. How about I just hit this mega hard? <laughs> no detours. All right. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, we ain't taking the scenic route, my guy. <laughs> Fastest way from A to B. Uh, so look. So look, Brazil's out. Belgium advances. They lose to France uh, in a hard fought game. But it looks like England versus Croatia versus France. Who do you think is going to win? Between That's English, be three teams at one point. All of them. We're gonna add two more goals. Let's create bedlam. No, uh, like in- England versus Croatia to play France. Who do you think? For the you got to go for England, right? If you just want a great game, you probably want Croatia. If I want a great game, no. Against France, no. I no. think Croatia stacks up a little better against France hell, than, than England does. Hell no, I would not agree with that. You I, want, you I, want. I, look, Ari Kane. <laughs> Croatia has a couple. That, yeah, Rakitic, Modric, uh, itch. Yeah, a lot itch. of itches. A lot of itches. One guy with a ponytail. <laughs> Vita, no itch. Uh, have you heard of Seven Year Itch? Yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's really good out there. That's cool against it in three. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> so. Um, they uh, no, I, I would I would say the definitely the the midfield is I, I, is entertaining and and I think Croatia plays uh, a game with a lot of heart, but they also gave up two goals against Russia and, and oh, what you mean the steroid freaks that are <laughs> Russia? Come on, uh, well, I, uh, they I, were doping. They beat better teams. The uh, only team they couldn't beat was Uruguay. What up? Shot shot bang bang. Let, let's at least uh, we don't know they were doping. No, I we mean, know for sure they've been <laughs> systematically cheating for eighty years. You think they stopped now that the World Cup's on their soil? Get out of here. So, uh, but they did. They did towards the end of that game. I think they got lucky to you know they ended up winning in penalties, but uh, they. Could have very much lost. How uh, great was it when every game was ending in penalties? Oh, my God. I know people are like, oh, why does the game have to end that way? They've been running around for 120 minutes. Nobody <laughs> wants to see anymore. Don't you think the players? I, I was actually just, re- I just read. Uh, Let them use their hands. After I think that. it was, the, was it Nipun? I think Nipun Chopra, I think, either wrote this article or put it out or retweeted it. I don't remember exactly, but I know I got it through him somehow uh, about the um, about golden goal, we're sort of looking back. Every World Cup, I feel like people they look back at what the rules were in in the past. And yeah, remember, there's like a little little reminiscent, little fondness. And uh, the golden goal was a uh, was a real thing, which was the the, the team who scored in uh, extra time first. Uh, just whoever scored first, just won. That's won the game. And people and they they used it in uh, it. It only affected one result in the '98 World Cup, mm-hmm. but they phased it out. By the time the the, the, the two thousand two yeah. World Cup, but they used it in about three tournaments uh, in that in in about a five or five or six year span. So, uh, but then I didn't know about this. The silver goal. Did you know about this? No. The silver goal, which was used for about maybe it might have been a year and a half. Uh, it was uh, the same similar idea to golden goal, but 
you had if they scored an extra time, you can you still had that for that half of extra time to come. Oh, back. so the, you would only get that extra time. Yes, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. get the second the full uh, uh, amount of time, uh, uh, right. second, which was interesting. But they didn't use that either because they found and and this is always a debate. And I I know I deal with this amongst my, my comedian friends who are who watch soccer every four years and then on Facebook they're like, why is it going to go to penalties, right? So I'm like, well, they've been playing for a long time, and it's like, no, they shouldn't do it. Like, but it's like. So the reason they used, they tried Golden Goal and then they took it out is because it affected the way the game was played. I'm sure everyone just became defensive. Everyone was playing too defensive. The game just stopped being entertaining. Yeah. So the, uh, and then when they tried Silver Goal, it got even worse. Yeah. Because it's just there's there's not there's no incentive to attack. Right. And you don't want to get caught on the counter. So for anybody, if if you have anybody that you have this argument with. Just explain to them that if you can come up with a better scenario, because people have tried, right? Uh, then please, we're all ears. But the, it, the one does not exist. No. Penalties is the only way you can just end this thing. And I, and I would I would argue it's the more entertaining than than a buzzer beater. You know, Giannis Pappas, comedians are like, well, the goals need to be made bigger. <laughs> this is so dumb. That every yes. time that a rule is changed in soccer, coaches figure out a way to equalize it. To like minimize that, that yes, goal yes. change or neutralize it. Neutralize is probably what I meant. Yeah. So again, used all my brain activity <laughs> in the first first uh, segment. Yeah. So we did a like a uh, what is it a cat scan? There'll be just almost very little. It's all dead now. <laughs> just, just a hammock. How does that? I had to get a picture of a hammock with a cheeseburger on it. Um, but again, you would neutralize that that effect. All of these things are dumb. It, it, the game works perfectly. I kind of like the two halves and the penalties. Just go to penalties. It's yeah. fine. I, and like, look, and credit to that, that Russia-Croatia game, uh, I think was the most watched uh, soccer game in the U.S., like like a, um, a non-USA uh, uh, Team, uh, you know, yeah, USA team. So the the ratings were great. The game was incredibly entertaining, and I found myself in a place that I never thought I would ever be. I I was I found myself rooting for Russia. I don't. I, they were just like the underdog, and I was just like, could they do this? It's just like I got I got caught up in in the steroids, in the fa- in all the fans, all the people. I would have loved to see Russia win the World Cup, <laughs> and then we have to explain that as fans. <laughs> we have to now explain what's happening. Oh my God, it was just uh, surreal. But it, it, Grant Wall did this thing. Uh, on for Sports Illustrated, where he talked about the comp- how complicated it is to to you know he he doesn't he like it, it's like it's weird being in Russia and Putin is there and you know all the stuff Russia does and politics and Trump and all this stuff so he's like it's like it's not lost on me that it's complicated but there are a lot of very kind Russian people that that the normal Russian people are not the the you know the, these Russian demagogues that we sort of that we right. kind of label them as and and but you know trump is tied up into all this though right into the world cup yeah into the whole russia and the doping and everything it's like you know the steel dossier the one that says he likes the pp stuff and he was yeah. watching the girls pp pp uh <laughs> i'm trying to again i know there's like pp or pp dt's pp so it probably was a man so that that same guy was the guy that was hired to find out not only the doping, but he was also the one who found out a lot of the issues going on in the World Cup with all the bribing for Russia and Qatar. Okay. That's the same guy. So because he had all this information already on Russia, that's why they went to him to be like, hey, what's going on in Russia in the election? So this is all tied in. Bro, 
I mean, we're getting to the bottom of it. And I, we don't care if you're at the top. Yo, three milli, if you're not listening yet, <laughs> I, you're missing out. Three milli right now is just like, yo, I should have changed that. <laughs> I'm, I'm still listening. You're, you can still change your review. I mean, it's, it's not too late. Go back, add a couple stars, my guy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, but it, uh, incredibly entertaining game. I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So, uh, by the time you're listening to this, you're probably, you probably know. Who do you want it to be, England or Croatia? You, you said England already? Uh, England, yeah. I, 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 Who do you want to more win the World Cup? entertaining game. The World Cup will be figured I mean, out, will be done before our next episode, so. That is right. So, who do you want it to be? Look, the uh, if I have to pick between Let's say France, France or England. It's France probably going to be France. Be France and England. If I have to pick between the two, I, I'm going to go towards the storyline. And France, uh, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> and I'll say England, man. Nah, I, man, I, Mbappe. I, I want Mbappe. I want him, a kid. I want to get a lot of mm, TT. So, <laughs> uh, I think uh, it, it'd be it'd be fun, you know. And uh, uh, and I, Andrew, Andrew, be happy. I just want to see Andrew happy. Shouts to Andrew. Shouts to JB. <laughs> shouts, shouts to all of our fans all out there. All of our British fans. I gotta be honest. I don't want to deal with y'all for four years. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to deal with any of y'all. Y'all already think you have the greatest league in the world. Y'all think you have the greatest everything in the world. You, your pound is better than our dollar, <laughs> and it's friggin' weight. You know what I mean? So, look, I, at the end of the day, you can't win the World Cup. Okay. If you walk away as having, uh, you know, been to the World Cup final, y'all still going to act like you won the World Cup uh, anyway. So, <laughs> uh, come on, friends. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Do it for Twitter. <laughs> uh, and uh, So, let's talk real quick about a couple of MLS matches, uh, and then we'll wrap up. Um, there were a couple There were a couple of du- uh, double game weeks for a couple teams, yeah. but I, I just wanted to highlight a couple things. Minnesota played Toronto. Minnesota beat Toronto, right? This is not supposed to happen. Minnesota is is the is Minnesota, Minnesota United that good or is Toronto now that bad? Is is Toronto the new Minnesota United? Uh, you know, I, I feel like the 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 that torch is being passed around every quite single, a bit. It's like DC takes it sometimes. Yeah, Minnesota has it, but not Toronto. Guys. San Jose is like, let us hold it a little bit. <laughs> San Jose, San Jose is like, I want it. You're yeah. not getting it. Uh, Everybody wants that wooden spoon. But uh, Darwin Quintero. Uh, El Cientifico, right? As they call him. The he gets a hat trick on Toronto. Buddy, um, you know what he brings to parties? <laughs> what does he bring to parties? Always brings chips. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. yeah, he does. Like, and uh, you know, and uh, Bono has a guac. Well, no, it wasn't Bono, right? It was the other guy. Oh, it was Clint Irwin. Clint Irwin. That's right. Irwin brought the dip, everybody. <laughs> Which was, uh, I guess, you, I mean, maybe that's, this is why he gets this hat trick. But Quintero, if you haven't seen this hat trick, one of the prettiest hat tricks uh, in the league this year. Unless you're Clint Irwin, then this is one of the most disrespectful hat but tricks. But he, I mean, the, the, in, for his third goal, I mean, he, he he chipped him twice. Three times. No, it was it was twice. No, three times. Was it, I, well, it was three times. Okay. <laughs> the ball looped over the keeper three times. Okay. So, but this third one was really the one that was like egregious. Yeah, right? of course. I mean, and we all, we know, we saw David Villa last year uh, on, on Andre Blake. Andre Blake. Half, half field crazy, but that those are one in a million, right? Yeah. And look, I would I would venture to say that that was impressive, but doing it three times, regardless of the <laughs> fact that it's midfield or not, yeah. <sighs> but but I mean the 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 last one especially was from about uh, I would, I gotta say about thirty yards, yeah, so 25, 30 yards. I mean it was pretty far away. It's disrespectful. Uh, just uh, but good on him. 
Quintero, I think, is taking uh, taking on that uh, role of like, all right, I have to be the leader. I'm the first designated player. Yeah, this uh, team needs something. Minnesota just signed a new designated player. Uh, Ariel Rodriguez, right? No, that's Ra- uh, Raul. Raul Diaz was for Seattle Sounders. No, Ariel Rodriguez. Oh, Ariel. I think he said... Uh, no, I don't think that's his name. What's his name? His name is... What is A? Well, they call him A Rod. Angelo. Angelo Rodriguez. So you, you can't be A Rod. We already got A Rod. Yeah. He's Dominican, and that's it. Don't you dare take yeah. <laughs> take the only thing we have. So although he gets he gets J Lo, so come on, he could lose a nickname, you know? Okay, yeah, it was a little compromise. There you uh, go. Um, so, but that third, the fact that he didn't give up on the goal, uh, it, it could have been a turnover, but he got the ball back, and and the fact that he's and chips, uh, Irwin. Incredible, and and it's good to see somebody at, in Minnesota being like, "All right, this is yeah." There was some fun at a home match now yes. for Minnesota. Yes. There was something to cheer for. And like, and look, obviously they have all their eggs in the basket for the stadium. So this, you know, they're they're doing the same thing that DC has done for the last fucking twelve years. Nothing, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, uh, hopefully it'll be a shorter time. Yeah, span, right. Uh, and then another game that was interesting: Dallas uh, against Atlanta. FC Dallas. Tash uh, Rock and Dallas gets in the game. It's just like, yo. Call I'm me back. Call me Alan Gordon because yeah. I'm wrapping this game up after yeah. the 80th minute, and I'm putting this. I'm putting my junk in all of this game <laughs> like I did that show. But at- Atlanta uh, is up in this game. Uh, they're up to, uh, two to one, and they uh, when when does he start scoring? I think it was in the 80 uh, what minute. Uh, uh, well, let me see, look at the time. Tashon Akindali scores in the 86 and the 88th minute. So, uh, I'm, I, both of the goals were just. Uh, Kind of scrums and you know they they're scrambling and and uh, but but uh, Akindeli is the one that is in the right place at the right time and does what he has to do. But we're not used to seeing this from Atlanta giving up giving up leads like this late in the game. That, that's not the, the kind of team that they are. But I, as I was watching this game, I'm like they are losing a little bit of the edge that they normally have and they're like uh, either just getting tired i don't know if it's it, look the, the last couple of weeks have been incredibly hot as it is today yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is this is where the, uh, this is why the mls season becomes unpredictable is it's just it's it's just too hot it's just too hot it's just too hot to play defense no one knows what's happening what defense no thank you all right I'm, you, want you want me to run that way and then back this way <laughs> no. and and that's all, really that's all i felt happened to atlanta it's a bummer they could have left on the road three points uh, and they did not they have, they made up for themselves uh in in philly uh a couple of days later but still still surprising from atlanta uh, uh for that to happen to them and then uh, LAFC against uh, Orlando. Really, the we know Orlando's gonna lose. This is already the ninth straight loss. I mean, <laughs> I honestly feel like they should play like the bagpipe music when a firefighter <laughs> dies as the theme song for, for freaking Orlando. This has got to be hard to watch. <laughs> they are not having fun it's supposed to be a game a game where kids play and it's like there's joy you know every once in a while like an announcer will be like it you know soccer is a very simple game you can be sometimes overcomplicated <laughs> i don't know which places i don't know if they've either made it too complicated or not complicated enough yeah what uh, is happening orlando orlando's bad but credit to lafc because well, we, we haven't spoke about this dude but uh adama diomande all right, we should call him Diamante. Diamante, because, because he's a diamond out there. I diamond think that's what wrong. Diamante means, anyway. Hey, man, what? whatever. <laughs> not in our language, it's not. <laughs> DT. <laughs> but uh, Diam- nine goals in seven games uh, for LAFC. I-, I watched the video from of this guy. I think he's from Norway, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but 
just another one of these out of nowhere uh, dudes, and and it, it, it makes like uh, it makes MLS like a a a, a bit more. Um, I, I like the I like these stories where it's just like he's not a DP, not a big sign, nobody really knows, and then but he's just a scorer, just crushing. He he played he last played for Hull, he last played for Hull City. Uh, I mean that's a pretty big team. Yeah. So and he's a, and he's a ninety nine. Okay. All right, the two nines. Some, wow, two, 99. Somebody's uh, encroaching on those two nines. I, I mean, are we are we gonna get uh, a, a, another like a, a two nines out here that and like a West Coast two nines? Uh, we got an East Coast ninety nine, <laughs> West Coast ninety nine. Oh, it's it's. I mean, well, we're gonna score like it's nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it's surprising. It's cool. It's cool to see. Uh, but how long before we get a, a three digit number player like in the Mexican league? Oh, does MLS allow that? I don't, no, I don't know. Do. I don't even think they allow it in the Mexican league. But I think it's <laughs> somebody said it was like the youth players. They were three numbers because so many players okay. are in this. So sometimes when they get in the game, they haven't been given a, like a, a first team number. All right. So they were like 284 on their back. Amazing. Uh, Love it. But re- really, we know again, Orlando, not they're not playing well. They're having a bad time. Uh, somebody pointed out to me. That ever since we've had the Platana phone, uh, Orlando's gone completely Orlando's downhill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gone really, really. So bad. you're welcome, Atlanta fans. <laughs> Don't say we didn't do anything yeah. for your club. Right? When y'all do your peach flip phone, <laughs> flip phone, <laughs> we'll make sure not to allow that on the show. Um, but th- there was a moment uh, towards the end of the game where uh, there was a foul outside the box, and Orlando had a free kick, and they they used that opportunity. To you know, do do a little training ground, have a little fun, try to do something. Everyone, everyone loves these wacky free kicks. Every they they and they they're always so fun, even if they don't always work out. Like right. the fact that you tried it and and it was something clever, and you could have you could anybody anything happened. You could now the goalie can move a certain way and right, it could always trick somebody. But you know, it's a little frustrating sometimes when you're like in a in a game you really need. Yeah, and then somebody pulls out, and you're like, just just do a regular free kick. What are we doing here? <laughs> and it seems like. This might be the worst case of all. They were already losing four to one when they four tried this. One. But this was a move. The best way we can describe it is uh, like when I think of a joke and I'm like, hey, I'm going to set it up for Christian. And I say <laughs> it and you don't you're not you're not in the same wavelength as me. And you're like, I don't get what you just said. I was like, well, I was hoping you would say <laughs> and imagine a, that. And then a car crash. Sound. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that. But in real time during a game. So the move was uh, Sasha Kleshin stands over the ball with Justin Miram. And in between Dom Dwyer uh, cuts in between them. Uh, to to again, draw the attention of the defenders the attention. and the keeper, and of course, and what ended up happening, Dwyer, I seem he seemed to be on on point doing what he was supposed to. Dwyer do. Dwyer knew what was supposed to happen. <laughs> this but, is like the offensive linemen don't know the same play that the quarterback and the wide <laughs> and the running back are doing. Yeah, so the, the running back runs into space, and, and then all the, of a sudden the, the the quarterback's like, "Here we go," and there's no one there. So Dwyer runs through, uh, goes runs inside the box. Uh, Sasha Kleschen, hand uh, f- foot over the ball. Yeah. Uh, Justin Miram, uh, t- like t- one one person touch. Miram taps it to Kleschen. Kleschen over the ball. Some uh, Miram went to go kick the ball. Uh, Kleschen didn't let go of it. It, it, and and then obviously LAFC defenders are like, all right, let me just go after. Thank the ball. you for giving me possession of the ball now. <laughs> and I think it was Lee Wayne. I forgot who. Uh, and then Merrim just literally just uh, like bear hugged him to 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 stop the counterattack. The worst part of it was though the camera went right to Sasha Kleshin's face. <laughs> I, you know, a child who saw his puppy get hit by a car has less of a sad 
confused and frustrated <laughs> face than this. Oh, uh, just it, it was bad. It was just at a bad time. The team, the team is on a bad streak. You don't do this. Just sky it over the bar. Yeah, and just let at least at least you're only mad at one guy. You tried. <laughs> you tried. Well, it's like all right, Sasha, I'm mad at you. Baron, I'm mad at you. And it's like I'm mad at three people for doing something stupid. I mean, they must have had bad reception on their platinum phones when they tried to set this thing up because <laughs> this was bad. Uh, just surreal. It's on our Twitter account uh, if you want to see it. It's, <laughs> it's got a lot of engagement. A lot of people <laughs> love retweeting this thing. It's, it, the problem is, is that whenever we make a joke about Orlando, Atlanta loses their mind. They're like, all right. They act like we're like, we're on your team. Fuck Orlando. No, no, no. It's just that this ship is going down. Yeah, we're, we're all just, pointing and laughing. We're just laughing a little bit. We're not just trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's, it's, it's just, look, even Orlando fans are very mad. Orlando actually had another issue you too uh where they try to do some banter and you you can't do banter in the middle of a losing streak you can't you can't did you see this with the la thing before their game against lafc there was some weird building in orlando that had like some weird oval it looked like one of those um it looks like a like a wing like a sail yes it looks like that that building in dubai uh that looks like a, a, a sailboat whatever and uh, so they they it looks like the the shape of the A from the LAFC yeah, exactly. logo. So, so they they laid the LAFC logo over it, and they were like, "Oh, this like it looks too similar. Is this Illuminati?" It was like a weird like it made zero it sense. It made absolutely zero sense. Negative. And again, we we told you every team out in MLS lower league doesn't matter. We will write content for you. We hire us. Hire us, and we can actually create funny stuff, funny banter for you. The funny guy <laughs> at the office. <laughs> Is not a comedian. <laughs> so just that's just a, a heads up because there are people that are doing it right. I mean, Portland is number one. Yeah. Portland, Kayla Knapp, I think Kayla her name Knapp, is. They know what they're doing. The, the social team, like, I don't even, look, I don't know. They might be stand-up comedians for all I know. They, they do hilarious work. Yeah. They work for Portlandia. <laughs> they, they know what they're doing. So, but they did this. And, and I don't even have a problem with a bad joke. Uh, like, like any comic. Uh, like, that, I've had friends. It was worse than the free kick. <laughs> it, was, it was worse. It was way worse than the free kick. Well, the uh, like any person in comedy, I always say like, look, you can do whatever joke you want to do, but you're it's people's uh, people are allowed to dislike it. Yeah, and that and that's part of comedy. That's why I put it down the but world. If, if you're gonna fight people about your joke, now you now you're not even doing what a comedian is supposed to do. Now no. you're like now you're defending it, and once you're defending it. Like like overtly defending it. Now you're not really uh, you're not. Then it was it, then you have to accept that there's a possibility it wasn't a good joke. But the social media team for Orlando when people started getting their trenches started when people started saying they they, they pulled out the Landon Donovan technique. Yeah. And when people were like, "Yo, this is stupid. Don't this is whack." They're uh, like, "Yo, your dad's Mexican." <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were ha ha with the Jays. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're like, damn Orlando. <laughs> no, but they. They started going back at their own fans. Yeah. Uh, like, and look, I don't know who's running the social media team, but clearly th- there's, there has to be someone from the team that has no idea how computers work. I think it's still Jason Christ. They forgot. <laughs> they forgot to take the pad. The they didn't the take the pad. That's what, okay. Well, now we know. Password. But at that point, like you're now you're, you're, you look worse by defending the joke and now, and not making fun of the team. Like some, some people are like, oh, this is, you know, they, after the comment, they were like, this is why the team is doing so, so poorly and then the bad joke writing they, and then they were they, <laughs> they respond they respond were like well no we're the social media team we don't play on the field it's like all right 
you all represent the same brand. You're failing You're on failing social media every, and on the field. Everybody's doing poorly. Let's not lose sight of that. Come on, Orlando. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And by the way, it couldn't happen. Like they have a really passionate fan base. Yes, they can sell that stadium out easily. I know Atlanta fans have a much different experience with that fan base than we do. But from what we see. These are fans that want a winning team. Without a doubt. You have a beautiful stadium. You can't. Yo, how could you lose on the field? And then you pull up social media and you're like, oh, God, we look like assholes on here, too. It's bad. It's a, look, that, that is a, uh, uh, you know, marketing 101. Don't do it. Don't do it. They're just, they're, they're, you're not going to gain anything from fighting. Especially these are your season ticket holders, your fans. You're done. There's no yeah. point. There's no point in doing it. So avoid that, Orlando or any other uh, any other team. And let's wrap up. Yeah, we got uh, five minutes. Let's talk about the biggest game, the Hudson River Derby. Come on, or as uh, Ben Sweat called it, the Red Bull Derby. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of shade for that. It was. I think he was just excited. Speaking of jokes online, can I say something? Go for it. If all you got is one bit, you're not that good of a comic. Everybody. Well, you're going at Jim Gaffigan right now? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Stop talking about Pop-Tarts, my guy. <laughs> Look, he's got one shtick, but he uses it really well. No, okay? Jim Gaffigan is uh, brilliant. That's what brilliant I mean. <laughs> Look, he whispers his reaction, but he uses it to incredible effect. He's an amazing comedian. I'm specifically talking about every Rebel fan, including our friend who handles their social media. <laughs> we get it. They play in a baseball stadium. Yes. That hasn't okay. just... Happy. I'll say fine. I'm fine with you making that criticism, but we also have to be critical of of NYCFC fans as well for the same joke of, of uh, that New they Jer- can't fill their stadium. No, the New Jersey over like over and over. It's it's that they're an energy drink. It's the same thing. I mean, but I'm like, trying to let you know that there's more than one. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, there's several. <laughs> but we like when it comes to hacky, right, and doing the same bit over and over, th- that happens as well. I'm not saying it doesn't. That's all. All I'm saying is... I'm a, also, I'm not choosing sides on what bit is wrong or right. Like, I think every, all the banter is fine. I love all the banter. Yeah. I don't mind. In fact, I the reason I'm saying this is because I don't think Red Bull fans or employees shouldn't have jokes about NYCFC. I want you to have better jokes okay. about NYCFC. Right. You just want to raise the bar. And I got to give a shout out to Willie. Yeah, you know, the whole, oh, uh, 24 hours till first pitch. Very funny. Yeah, this, this. it's a great, it's a great bit. You, you take the idea of the baseball field <laughs> and you 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 go one step further. You don't just go low hanging fruit. You say, hey, "What's There's, up there?" There was somebody else. Uh, who, uh, I I who um, uh, somebody was talking about. Uh, I think it was uh, uh Chad Joe Chadwick Joe, the about the Grand Slam. They were like, "Oh, I don't want to let let's go get score another Grand Slam yeah. against them at Yankee Stadium." These are all these are all good yeah. good bits, but it's just a. Oh, but they play in a baseball stadium. You gotta move beyond that. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I think I say it's f- been a long enough. I say were f- they saying that last year when they were getting their asses handed to them? <laughs> I say find clever ways. Look, I I I, I like go the beyond, jokes. Go beyond the go beyond the obvious is all I'm saying, guys. I, look again. We're here coaching your jokes is what we're doing. <laughs> I don't mind that this banter. I want there to be great banter back and forth. And yeah, yo, there's some shit jokes on the NYCFC side. Terrible jokes. <laughs> oh my god, we get it. They play in New Jersey. Let's move on. Okay, yeah, there's, there's, both sides. There's yeah, it's way more. We got a lot of fun. Christ, we play in a baseball stadium. <laughs> we get it. It's a baseball stadium around the bases. We got it. Uh, but NYCFC does uh, win this game one 0 Finally, uh, exercise. Was it a- those demons was it a pretty match no i disagree i was uh, well, yeah because you were very excited about the result if no, that no, ended, no, no. if that ended nil nil you wouldn't have walked away going oh great i i disagree i even uh, towards the end of the game i was like 
I, I liked the way NYCFC played. I, I think they played with way more heart that 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 Alex Ring always talks about. Well, they, Dome, Dome made some changes finally. Yes, and uh, um, yeah, they didn't do the playing out of the back. It wasn't necessary. Uh, Bobby Warshaw did a, a of MLS. He did a, a video and he was showing uh, the uh, Sean Johnson's. Uh, uh, passing arrows, yeah. you know, and there were maybe two that were like within like 15 yards. Yeah. So finally, all right, this is, that's it. It's like, I know it's not exactly the, the NYCFC brand of football. No, but, but you know what? The other thing is also is that their style of soccer that the Rebel play is actually easier to play in a smaller stadium or in a smaller uh, pitch size, okay. which we have. Sure. So you just can't let them come to your house and then play to their strengths. You just can't do that. So, yeah, we didn't play out of the back. NYCFC didn't play out of the back. And clearly they were much more aggressive and, and much more, uh, you know, heavy pressing themselves. But they also didn't have David Villa. You yeah. know what I mean? So they needed to do something a lot more over there. They that. didn't have the MVP, uh, Ewing Burkett, which yeah, I know. devastating. I mean, again, and you, we, that was hard for you. We love since they won. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, clearly, and I think a lot of people were getting on Chris Armis's, uh back for not making any substitutions until, what, the 85th minute or something? Uh, yes, yeah, that was a big issue. Uh, people were, Derek, th- he only made one substitution for uh, Derek Etienne is the only player that came on. But I loved uh, but Matt Doyle. I saw this later. Matt Doyle put, like, must have been, like, sometime in the 70th minute. Like, he knows he's the one that makes these decisions <laughs> now, right? Like, it's not he's not waiting for Jesse Marsh to do it. It was pretty odd, but what, what, I, uh, what I noticed was that uh, the Red Bulls, for the first time in a while, uh, and, and against almost any team, they were kind of a bit stifled offensively, which we're not really used to seeing. They they always figure out a way to score uh, somehow. And NYCFC, fought, like I mean, again, it's just d- defensively, and the and the goal happened because of of the press. Jonathan Lewis against Aaron Long, yeah. Uh, uh, Jonathan Lewis brought in for that pace. I mean, uh, at this point, it's difficult to argue how he could not earn and merit a starting role um, or just bring him in before this, the, the 80th. Yeah. He's, he's that it's good. So frustrating. He, he, made, he seems to make a difference every single time, but so a drastic difference every time he's on the field. He is, uh, yes, his, his speed, uh, but he, he almost has a little bit of, of David Villa's vision as a forward to, to make his, a couple passes. His spacing is really, is really smart. Like, even just getting around Aaron Long, like, he knew that Aaron Long was going to try to pass that back to the keeper. So his incredible pace allowed him to get around, and he sort of put himself in a position where Aaron Long's own movements worked against him. Yes. It was so smart, and it was so... And just the 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 wherewithal... Look, for someone as young as he is, the wherewithal to send that back across the face of the goal as opposed to, again, which he did later on, too much fancy footwork, you know what I mean? That He could have... If he was a cockier player, if he was the player that everyone claims he is, I feel like he would have tried to turn that into a goal for himself. You know, his ability to get that back across, that's a big moment. That's a derby. That's a big moment. It was a, it was, I mean, he was the difference. He was a, yeah, he was absolutely a difference and, and should have gotten man of the match if he didn't. I know Maxi scored, but and Maxi had a great game all around the all, well, all across. I, I, how do you feel about uh, Medina? Medina I, I thought Medina, that when I watched the replay of the shot, that the opportunity, with, the, with again, the pass that he got from uh, Lewis. Yeah. Uh, when he took the shot against Robles, the Robles caught. It was like it was one of those. He, I'm like he should have. If he was a more deadly, precise striker, which he should be, he would have scored there. Medina needs to be sold. 
<laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I do. I, I absolutely. I think he does so many good things, but like as a scorer, and which which is what he would be needed to he, do. He got brought in to break players down one on one. He hasn't done any of that. He loses the ball every time. You put a second defender on him, he gets flustered, and all he does is sort of run directly into both of them or try to go in between them. The guy. I don't know. He's either in his head. Maybe he's not comfortable in New York, or maybe he's just not, um, you know, familiar with the pace of this he's also league. Very young. I think he's he might be younger or the same age as Jonathan Lewis. Whatever the case is, one year old. He's still, he's still also a very young guy. I get that he was expensive. I don't know why this dude starts. This dude needs a complete retooling. Maybe Dome could be the guy that does that. Maybe Vieira didn't know how to work with it's him. Just, maybe it's just a confidence issue. But uh, maybe it's a confidence issue. But yo, him and Brigitte, but, sell them together. But when it comes to when it comes to Lewis, if I have to compare the the confidence between Lewis and Medina, I'm like Lewis. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis should get the starting spot. Yeah, Lewis uh, all day. It's hard to argue that. So, uh, but but it was congratulations to NYCFC. Yeah, a uh, great game, fun time at uh, at Yankee Stadium, the baseball baseball stadium. Uh, yeah, uh, baseball, baseball, baseball. What a summer classic, huh? <laughs> the boys of summer. <laughs> the Subway Series, uh, yeah. the, the Pat Series. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it was fun. So uh, that's it, everybody. Another episode in the books. Hope you had uh, fun. I hope you enjoyed the World Cup. Thank you for if you're if you've listened to us for the first time because of the World Cup. Thank you so much. Hopefully, thank you very much. hopefully you stick around. Uh, this uh, again, this just as fun. We, we're going to talk about uh, a bunch of uh, you know we'll talk about soccer, baby. About soccer, American soccer, everything. The tours coming up. We're still doing the podcast while we're on the just tour. Just like Kareem Benzema said, we talk about soccer. Exactly. So um, yeah, get your tickets. WorldCupComedyTour.com. Go ahead and get those tickets again. First three hundred people to buy tickets for any of the shows are going to get those. Uh, free Storelli insoles. Yep. It was really dope. There's going to be a bunch of other giveaways and, and, and celebrities and, and a bunch of big uh, superstars are going to come through. Yeah, and, there's a, and it's also possible that you are, you've listened throughout the World Cup and then you were like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not listening uh, anymore. And to you people, you know, GFY. Good, <laughs> good luck to, with everything. Yeah, Thank but you. But on your way out, leave oh. a five-star review and say something nice. Yeah, hopefully you left liking soccer a little bit more uh, than, than before. Yeah. That's all, that's all we can do. That's all we for. care. All right. So, you guys, the absolute best. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!